Shmuel Hertzfeld, Ohev Shalom, Talmud Torah, the National Synagogue, a lesson from Katrina. On Rosh Hashanah, we anoint God, King of the Universe. But what does that mean to say God is King? It means that we are not King. This is a fundamental lesson of the Amim Noraim. We are not kings, and we should not view ourselves as kings. This is the lesson of Anivut, humility. Rosh Hashanah is filled with laws and prayers reminding us of this powerful lesson. The emphasis of the day is on God's kingship. The fragility of our lives reminds us that we come from dust, and to dust we shall return. You dare to think that you are worthy of praise or greatness? Well, on Rosh Hashanah, we look back at our sins of the past year, and we remember how often we sinned. How dare we imagine ourselves to be great when we are filled with so much sin? Indeed, the very symbol of Rosh Hashanah is not merely a shofar, but a bent shofar. The shofar must be kafuf, bent over, a reminder that we must approach God with a humble heart. Rabbi Moshe Chaim Utsato, the author of Mesilat Yisharim, teaches us that lack of humility is the origin of all sin. Only one who feels arrogant can be bold enough to sin. What does it mean to be humble? In chapter 22 of Mesilat Yisharim, he writes, Sheyitponen ha'adam v'yitamet etzlo asher ein tilav v'akavod ru'uyimlo. Humility consists in a person realizing that he does not deserve praise and honor, both because of his natural limitations as well as because of his accumulated sins. True humility is the recognition that all of our good qualities are simply designations from God. They make us no better or worse. If one is smart or athletic or strong or creative, it is simply like having brown hair or blonde hair. It's a designation by God, not a reflection of our greatness. And according to Mesilat Sharim, the characteristic that we must be most on guard against, the factor that most likely will lead one to sin, is superior intelligence. One who is blessed by God with intelligence, in turn, will often feel self-important and better than others. This is a great sin, tantamount to idolatry. For indeed, no one is so smart that there is no one else smarter than them. No one is so smart that they do not make mistakes. And no one is so smart that they can understand the ways of God. Yet we sin by thinking our intelligence makes us better than others. This leads us to pride and away from humility. And when we act with pride, we are following our own will and not the path of God. We are living in a world today where mankind likes to think that we are gaining more and more control over God. We are living this great sin of superior intelligence. We have great technological advances, new ways to fight disease, tremendous abilities to travel. Yet Rosh Hashanah reminds us that only God is king of the universe. Our intelligence is woefully inadequate before the great mysteries of the world, as if, as if we needed a reminder. We need merely to look at the devastating path of Katrina. No one can justifiably claim to understand the ways of God, but we can look at an event like Katrina and remind ourselves that we are not masters of the universe. We are powerless before God's world. 
We are not kings. Instead, we must be loyal servants. Shai Agnon tells the following story. One time on Saturday night before Rosh Hashanah, as was the custom, the community was preparing for the first night of Slichot. The holy tzaddik, Reb Avram of Tresk, sat in his home and many people sat before him. He was sharing with them his holy words of Torah. Finally, one of his grandchildren came and asked him, Has the time come to recite Slichot? How come you are not going to Davin in the Beit Midrash? The holy tzaddik said to his grandson, Are you ready to go Davin? His grandson responded, Is my grandfather not yet ready to go Davin? The tzaddik answered, I'm certainly not ready. How can I go recite Slichot? The Slichot begin with the words, L'cha Hashem for you Hashem is righteousness. And I know the matter is not so. Indeed, in the custom of the world, what does a father do to a son who, God forbid, misbehaves? He nevertheless is good to him, so that he doesn't do more bad things. How much more so in our case, where we are righteous and good, and God can have no complaints against us. After he said this, the tzaddik was silent for a while before continuing. But then we must say, But we must hide our heads in shame. This is the truth. Let us go recite Slichot. When we see a tragedy like Katrina, we can cry out, Are you righteous, God? But the lesson of Rosh Hashanah is that no matter that we have no understanding or answer to God's ways, we must continue, We must always respond with humility.